on now. I've been joined in studio by one of our own, uh, our own and internationally recognised star of the soprano, Celine Byrne. She's back in the country, joining forces with the RTE Concert Orchestra for her annual Christmas Gala this 5th of December 2019. More of which anon. Celine, uh, you're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me on. It's a privilege to be on. Thank well, you. thank you for coming in. Thank now, you. you've taken t- some time off because of ill health in the family. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that's a way to start. <laughs> yeah, I've been travelling all year and being busy. And um, recently, my dad, at the end of July, was diagnosed with cancer. So I uh, was lucky enough that... I was able to discuss some contractual um, things with the opera companies and allow them to release me from the contract so that I could be at home to take care of him. And um, then any of the work that I've been doing recently have been concerts. So I've been away for, uh, in Germany for a concert and a couple of weeks ago I was um, in concert in Thailand with Jose Carreras. And now I've got this big concert on the 5th of December in the board gosh. So it's, it's been uh, wonderful to be at home to be with my family and to take care of him, but also to kind of build momentum up to this concert in two weeks, which I'm excited about. Well, that's great. And we'll be talking uh, about this. Now, you were talking about uh, yourself and Jose and first class to Thailand traveling around with Jose. Isn't it great? (laughs) Isn't it great? I love working with him because he's wonderful. And I've been working with him now 11 years since 2008 when we first performed in the Hoi Stadium in Rotterdam. And two weeks ago, we were in Thailand, which is great. And because I travel with him, I'm on his rider, which is great. So I get all the kind of privilege that he does, which is wonderful. So, yeah, I, yeah it was great. I but felt like a princess. He, yeah. I flew first class and then I slummed it on the way home in business class. It was so terrible. It's tough, tough. It's tough, but it's not always it. like that. It's not always the glamorous life either, you know, because there have been theatres that I've gone to um, uh, over the last couple of years. And some of them I've been in um, multiple times and then I know the ones that I'm going to that I might need to bring my own soap and hand towel and maybe a toilet paper jumped into the bag as well. So it's not all glam, but it's uh, it's a wonderful life and um, I love what I do and yeah, I'm very remind privileged. Remind us of how it started. You mm. were au pairing. I was. When I was 18, I au paired in Italy and I was working there and I was singing away in the house as as one always does. And they said, have you ever gone to see an opera? And I said, no, 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 no. And they said, would you like to? And I said, yeah, I think I'd like to see it for just because I've never been. I said, but it's not something that I think I'd like, you know. And of course, I said that because out of ignorance, because it was something that was alien to me. Yeah. And then I went along and... To La Scala. Yeah, La Scala. And I can't even remember the name of the opera. But um, I remember sitting there and I thought, oh, no, I was like sweating. A bit like I am now, a bit nervous. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I, I mean, I, I don't know anything. I'm a fraud sitting here and um, I'd only begun to learn Italian. So I thought I'm not going to understand what they're singing. But I sat there and the, I was just overwhelmed by the music and the singing and the stage. And I always loved acting and singing and I was in musical society, so I always wanted to do something like that. And I knew I'd never be a pop star. And I thought maybe West End or musicals was something for me. But then when I saw the opera, I thought, wow, this is something that is so alien to me. But yet I've just fallen in love with this art form and I want to know more about this. So I went home and then I went for singing lessons when I was 18. 
So it was all a bit late because most uh, most people are kind of doing singing lessons in their in their teens or even before then. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's um, very very early. Mm. Um, it it was just like that. You fell in love. Yeah, I, just, I was overwhelmed, and I just wanted to kind of know more about that art form. So. Like before then, I thought I'd go into nursing or something because I love working with people. Yeah. And how did you get your breakthrough then? Um, well, I went, as I said, I was studying. Yeah. So I went to college, I studied, I did my master's. And after I did my master's, I took a year out to kind of do some competitions to just throw myself into the international world and use the competitions as a platform to see how I got on. And I went to the first one, which was in Sir Togenbosch in Holland. And I did well in that and I won a prize. The next one was the Ronnie Dunn competition. And I got to the final, but I was really ill throughout it. You know, I had some kind of thing going on. It turned out that I had pneumonia. So I was very ill at the final. And that was, you know, but I was like, great. I reached the final. That was delighted. And then I um, was went to do in March in 2007 I went to Athens to participate in the Maria Callas Grand Prix and um, I got into the final and I rang Ronnie and I said oh my god it's so wonderful I've reached the final I'm so excited and I'm you know I'm delighted and she said okay she goes that's great put down the phone now and concentrate on winning it and I was like oh okay <laughs> and uh, then I ended up winning that and I think that was the that was the thing that propelled the me the launch yeah that launch too. and it's so prestigious you know and everybody in the wor- world of opera or even outside of that would know who Maria Callas is oh yeah so yeah. to win that Grand Prix was yeah was the starting point for me right but you knew what you wanted yeah, well, I mean, you know, I'm a mom, so I was studying to do um, to be a music teacher because at the end of the day, I say it in inverted commas, real job. I didn't think that being an opera singer was going to be a real job. Yeah. So I needed to be practical. So I studied um, mu- um, music, theology and philosophy and I wanted to teach. Music, and theology and philosophy. Right. Yeah. And then I and interesting then, combination. Yes, I want to be a religion and music teacher. And then I went on to do music performance degree and then a master's in music. So um, I needed that to fall back on to be practical. You know, as a mom, you need to be practical. And then um, after winning that competition, I was invited to do a few concerts. And there from and then it was like um, we're coming up to Christmas now, so I can use the term snowballing effect. Yeah, we know <laughs> so it was we don't snowballing use the, No <laughs> Christmas in November. No. So it was the accumulation of things that brought me to where I am today, and I'm, I've been very lucky. Right, and I'm. You delighted. had your family very young. I did. Yeah. 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 Uh, this. What age were you when you met your husband? Oh, um, yeah, I met him when I was 14. He was my first kiss, but I wasn't his. And there was a few um, frogs in between until I returned to my prince. And uh, yeah, he's a wonderful man. He's great. He's very supportive. And uh, I have to say, yeah, he's he's great because he's at home with the children and I'm able to do what I what I do and I'm able to perform. I'm able to try because I travel a lot with my job. So it's great to have somebody at home with the children and and without that support network, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing. Right. Yeah, no, you would not. No, I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. And w- give me some from your perspective yeah. of highlights. 
Um, I've had many and they're all very varied. Um, I suppose singing with Jose Carreras was a dream and still working with him, I pinch myself because it's wonderful. We've had 11 years working together, which is fantastic. Singing with Andrew Riccelli was great. Well, we remember that from the Pope's visit. Yes, yeah. he, last year, but also before that I had done a concert with him in the Three Arena and an other occasion. Singing with Bryn Turfell, he's a Welsh baritone, was great. And then the venues that I've sung in, singing in Carnegie Hall was wonderful, Albert Hall, and then making my debut in 2012 in Covent Garden. And next year is, there's more highs because I get to perform for the first time in Hamburg, singing Mimi and La Boheme. I go to the Bastille in Paris to sing my first Wagner role at Ortlinda. Then I'm going to Austria and then I'm returning to Covent Garden again to do Liu and Turned Up by Puccini. And in between times, I'm coming home with Irish National Opera to sing the role of Michaela and Carmen. So, I'm, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of highs even to come. So the concert on the 5th is not only a Christmas celebration, but it's a celebration of the year that's gone because I've had a great year. Yeah, you, re- you really do. Now, yeah. if you go, away, mm-hmm. say, if you are playing Mimi or whatever, yes. how long does that take between rehearsal and performance mm. for you to be a- away? It varies from contract to contract, but um, I would say on average, there's four weeks rehearsals and then there's like a two week performances with breaks in between. And that would be your kind of average contract. And then there's other contracts where they have like kind of a revival where the production is already there and you just jump in. So they give you a week of rehearsals and then you perform the role. It, and then there's some productions, say if we'll take, for example, La Boheme and the, the role of Mimi. I've done different productions of that. So even though the music is still the same, because the composer Puccini wrote the music and it's always going to be the same, there's different ways that a director will interpret that. So I've done a few different um, productions of different operas. With significant difference? Yeah, I did one, the very first one in 2010, which is very strange because um, the, the we would say the traditional one would be that Mimi would come with a candle and then... Um, to the apartment of Rodolfo, her soon-to-be lover. They, you know, in, in the world of opera, you fall in love very quick. Yeah. <laughs> and well, some you of did the, yourself. <laughs> and some of the operas, by the end of three hours, you're, you're, you know, you're jumping off a building or stabbing yourself with a machete or something like that, like or killing yourself. But anyway, um, they're the tragic ones, Puccini, like uh, Madame Butterfly. But um, so she comes to the apartment and blows out the candle and says then that she needs a light. So then he comes and lights her candle and they fall in love. The very first one I did in 2010, it was a modern um, direction. So um, there was a group of students living in an apartment building, robbing electricity, and I came with a cable because my cable had come dislodged and I wanted to plug it into their system. So it was a bit strange. I prefer the traditional ones. I think they're more beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. I do, because I love the costumes as well. Yeah, well, the costumes are fantastic. Oh my goodness, yeah. And they're not made specially for each opera, are they? Uh, some are and some aren't. I mean, of course, they'll be made to measure for you, but some are adapted to fit uh, the the singer. But for instance, if you're doing a new production, they're made especially for you and they're made brand new. They're made from scratch. Yeah, mm. but opera is very expensive, isn't it? It is, yeah, it is because I mean, you, when you're putting on an opera, I don't know, but I mean, I don't, I'm not a producer. I don't put on operas, but I, I perform in them. But of course, it would be like the size of the orchestra and all the singers and the chorus and the sets. 
yeah, it's amazing. But it's a wonderful art form. It's amazing. Like my first experience was one I'll never forget. And, and you know, that's the reason I do what I do now. But I've also gone to the ballet, you know, something that's also alien to me, you know. And it's strange because when I was in Russia, it's something that's so normal to them. Yes. They just go in their jeans, all the kids holding the mommy and daddy's hands off to go to the ballet. Like for us in Ireland, I think it's a big thing. Very big. Yeah. And the first time I went to a ballet, I thought, oh, no, like, obviously they're going to be dancing. But I thought to myself, oh, no, they're going to be bopping around the stage now. And I'm going to be looking at them now for the next few hours, just prancing along the stage. And am I going to get this at all? I said, but look, I should go because, you know, you can't make a comment about it unless you know about it. And I went to the to the ballet and it was amazing. Like I didn't realise how how emotional I would get by just being at the ballet. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Is it the music or the dancing? Both, 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 yeah. yeah. And it's the same with opera, it's wonderful. You're just telling a story through song and it's, it's a wonderful experience, I right. think. You know, now, I prefer concerts, I think, because I interact with the people better in concerts. Right, yeah. yeah. Now, tell me about the Christmas Gala. Yeah, so that concert takes place in two weeks and um, every year I try to make it different because it's, um, it's been on every year and I'm very lucky that um, the board gosh invite me to perform every year. And this year I will have a different flair on it because last year I did songs from films. So this year I'm doing, um, well, Christmas is Christmas, you can't touch it. So I will have my favourite song in the bleak midwinter. I will have Oh Holy Night, Silent Night. And in the first half then, to make it different, I've um, this year chosen a Viennese kind of theme. So we'll have uh, waltzes and polkas from Strauss. So it's kind of like if anybody has ever watched the New Year's Day concert from Vienna. It's that kind of feel to it. Oh, right. And I'm singing songs from The Merry Widow, like uh, Vilia. Do you know Vilia, Marianne? I don't sing so it. So it's the Vilia. It's like, Vilia, Vilia, my name of the night, calling and thralling my heart with delight. Vilia, oh Vilia, people a flair there's, there's a shocker do you go around the house singing like that I love that it all the yeah. time? well I have to give people an idea of what they're going to get you know what I mean because I asked your researcher I said oh will there be a chance for me to sing and she goes no 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 it's just an interview and I said okay you know what I'll sneak in and I'll tune here somewhere right <laughs> so basically uh, to all our listeners if they want more of the same uh, it is in the it's in the board gosh. Board gosh, Thursday week, the 5th of December with the RTE uh, concert orchestra conducted by David Brophy with special guest um, um, Linda O'Connor who will play the violin. She plays the Shardas, which is wonderful. Everybody loves that. And I'm really excited to perform for everybody. And also I want to say that I'm very, very grateful to each and every person that comes to a concert because without an audience, there is no there show. Is no, yeah. And I'm always so grateful. And um, I really enjoy it because with, with an opera, you know, you're performing a role and you're playing a part. So you can't really communicate with the, with the audience in some way. You have to draw them into your story. 
but with a concert it's great because I'm myself you know yeah. Celine Byrne and I'm uh, there with the audience in front of me and I can interact and have a little chat and yeah I'm looking forward to it um, okay yeah okay. I think everybody will enjoy themselves well that's the whole tickety boo as they say uh, Celine Byrne thank you very, very thank much thank you so indeed. much thank you very much thank you